Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast with Prophetess Felicia Carter-Wade. Get ready for principles for a powerful prayer life. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast, where we're giving you tools for powerful prayer life plus prophetic decrees and prophetic declarations. God bless you all. Thank you all so much for your faithfulness to join me here uh, on this podcast. I am always elated uh, to come to you with what I believe Holy Spirit has placed upon my heart uh, for the body of Christ. As a prophetic intercessor, I am always, always listening, listening, listening to hear, to see what the spirit of the Lord has to say to us as his church, as his body. And I believe that today God is saying to us, we need to posture our heart to wait on him. So the title of this podcast, that the, the subject matter that we're going to be talking about, you know, we've, we've been in a series uh, concerning the heart, right? And uh, we've been talking about different aspects of the heart. You know, the heart is something, right? The heart is something that we always need to be in tune with, our own personal hearts, uh, to hear uh, what Holy Spirit is saying about us personally, uh, concerning our hearts, keeping it clean, keeping it cleansed, making sure that it's right at all times. Amen. Amen. Right at all times. Never found in a position to be off or in a uh, an offensive state, in a position to uh, have any bitterness, um, any uh, unforgiveness, anything that will defile our garments, because the Lord is coming back for a church without a spot or wrinkle or any such thing. We know that, and so I believe my role in this day, in this hour, this time, dispensation of time, God has called me, positioned me as a prophetic voice, a prophetic intercessor to speak to the church so that the church can be purified, so that the, the church can hear a word, a prophetic word, which is a word coming straight from the heart of God, so that uh, we can know what Holy Spirit is saying, what God is saying, what the heart of God is for this particular time and hour that we're living in. And so having said that, I seek the Lord personally on what he wants to say to us as his church. His people, we need to hear what the Lord is saying to us. Listen, we can hear specifically for ourselves. However, he also has prophetic voices in the earth that can hear on certain things, certain subject matters that you can't hear uh, that will alert your spirit so that you can take heed to the messages, apply the messages so uh, you can always be found in the perfect will of God. Amen. And so the perfect will of God, what God is saying to us today is that the church needs to get accustomed to posturing their hearts to wait on the Lord, to wait in the presence of the Lord, to wait um, uh, in prayer, to wait uh, to hear what the Lord would say to you or say to us, right? And so, you know, if you're like me, I'm a very strong personality. I'm one who will take the bull by the horns and make it do and make it happen uh, and do what it needs to do, right? So I'm that type of person. I am a very, very strong person in terms of getting things done, right? 
And so with that personality in mind, um, it's an effort. It takes an effort for me to go in and uh, to develop. It took effort for me to develop patience to go into the presence of the Lord and just wait on him and just simply wait on him. I mean, just simply wait on him. That takes discipline. That takes intentionality. Uh, that takes a strong effort, especially if you are one who is always moving. You're one that's always busy. It needs to, uh, that discipline, you need to develop that discipline in your life. Posturing your heart, your heart to wait on the Lord, to wait in the presence of the Lord. And let me give you some scriptures here. It's really blessed me. Uh, this scripture here in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. Thank you all for putting things in the chat for me. Uh, Lamentations chapter 3, verse 25. We know uh, Jeremiah was writing here. And he said, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him. The Lord is good to those that wait for him. Listen to this. To the soul that seeks him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good that man should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. And so listen to this. Listen to this. The Lord is good to them that wait for him. The Lord is good. So in other words, the Lord is good to them who take the time to wait for him, to wait in his presence, to hear what he would say to you, to um, to quiet your mind, to quiet yourself and to just wait on the Lord. Wait till the Lord speak to you. Wait in his presence. Be watchful. Listen, one of the things that God called me to early in my life is to be a watch a watchman intercessor. And I didn't know anything about. All I know is God would awaken me around the same time every night, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm sorry, 3 a.m. Central Standard Time. And he would uh, awaken me and I had no idea why I couldn't sleep or why I would wake up every morning around this time until Holy Spirit beckoned me, come, come sit with me, come sit with me. Come and sit with me. He didn't say, come, let me tell you some things. He didn't say, come, let me uh, give you some great revelation of what is getting ready to happen in the earth. He didn't say, come, so I can show you a glimpse of heaven. No, he said, come and sit with me. What he was saying is, come in my presence. Come and wait on me. Ooh, I love it. I absolutely love it. And so Holy Spirit gave me that instruction. And so from that point on, I understood that the Lord was wanting me to come and wait in his presence. And then as I became um, consistent in obeying that nudge, obeying God in that little nudge that, uh, hey, that's me. That's me, Holy Spirit, nudging you to get up and come. As I was consistent, God began to develop a prophetic watchman within me. And then I began to see things in the spirit. He began to show me what was getting ready to come. Show me. He gave me insight on specific situations, uh, insight on decisions that I needed to make, insight on uh, anything in the ministry that was coming upon the ministry. He would show me things 
to come as Holy Spirit said he would do. God, Jesus said Holy Spirit would do, that he would show us things to come. And so it's good. The Lord is good to them who wait for him. So it's not, it should be, it shouldn't be, you know, grievous to get up to wait on the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to encourage you, encourage you in that, that the Lord is good to them that wait for him. Amen. Come on, wait on the Lord. Come on, make a decision that I'm going to condition my spirit, condition my soul and condition my body to learn to posture my heart to wait on the Lord. Right. So as a watchman intercessor, you will need to practice waiting on the Lord. You got to practice waiting on the Lord. You got to practice going into the presence of the Lord with the intent to just wait. And if you never say anything to me, Father, I am content with just being here with you, knowing that you are here with me and you see my heart. My heart is postured to wait on you. Amen. Amen. Look at look at Habakkuk chapter two, uh, verse one, a very familiar passage that we always quote concerning vision. And it says, while standing guard on the watchtower, I waited for the Lord's answer before explaining the reason for my complaint. So we know the prophet had been talking to the Lord and complaining to the Lord about what he was seeing on the earth, about the things that were coming upon uh, the land that he felt was unfair. And so uh, he said, while standing on guard in my watchtower, while on my watch, while being a watchman as a prof prophetic voice for that particular day and hour, he said, I waited on the Lord to answer me. And so you have got to practice waiting on the Lord and it's going to develop patience. It's going to develop a spiritual discipline of uh, being consistent and going to him in prayer, going to him, going in a place of quietness to seek the Lord. So God is saying, I need you all to wait, learn to wait in my presence. And so there are so many uh, benefits for waiting on the Lord, uh, so many reasons why you need to wait on the Lord to receive direction for a decision that you need to make. Listen, you need to wait on the Lord. Don't move ahead of God because of your lack of patience. Because of your lack of patience. Oftentimes, we feel like we can't hear the Lord. We can't hear God. We don't have the patience to develop an ear to and wait on God and, and hear what he has to say to us. So we tend to move ahead of God and we tend to get out of the will of God. And so practice posturing your heart to wait on the Lord so that you can receive direction, whether it's direction to move into a new region, uh, to relocate, uh, to launch a ministry, um, to shift to another job, another position. Be patient. If, listen, I always say, if you don't have a clear answer, don't move. Just wait. A lot of times we get so anxious and afraid that we're going to miss an opportunity. If you don't have a peace about the opportunity and you're afraid that this opportunity is going to pass you by, then I wouldn't recommend moving until I have a peace. A peace in my heart. And so that's why it's so important for you to posture yourself 
in a position and condition yourself to wait on the Lord. And when you've conditioned yourself to wait in the presence of the Lord, when opportunities come your way and you're on a time crunch, you won't be so prone to move ahead of God without going in the place of peace. Go where the peace is. If there is no peace concerning the decision, don't move. We've learned that from experience. We've learned that, listen, uh, just recently we had a business deal on the line where we just couldn't get, couldn't get a piece about it. We couldn't, it was a lot hanging on the line, you know, a lot of money on the line, but we just didn't have a piece. And when you're accustomed to waiting on the Lord, you would develop a knowing your heart would be at peace. Your heart would have a knowing that, that this peace that I'm feeling is of the Lord to make this decision or the peace to stay or the peace to not make this decision is there. So I'm going to go with where that peace is. Come on, come on, develop a habit of waiting on the Lord and, 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 and looking for that peace to be led by that peace. Listen, peace will lead you. Peace will lead you. When you have peace in your heart, you know, if the peace is there, when you think about stay still, stay right here. You got a peace about staying still, go with where that peace is. That's Holy Spirit leading you, guiding you. But if you start tend to move and there is no peace right there in your movement, then pull back. Pull back. Go with where the peace is. Come on, somebody, you need to put that in the chat. Your heart will lead you when your heart is to seek the Lord and you're accustomed to laying out and, and uh, being in the presence of the Lord, the peace of God uh, will be established within you. And where there's no peace, you don't go. But go with where the peace is. Peace will lead you. Amen. So even when it's a hard decision that makes no sense to your head, listen, follow the peace in your spirit. Follow the peace in your spirit. Listen, the decision that we just made was a huge decision. It was pretty big. In our head, we wanted our what was in our head to lead us because it just made sense in our head to do something. But in our spirit where peace was, it didn't make sense. It didn't make peace. Listen, it may make sense to your head, but it may not make peace in your heart. It may not make peace to your heart. And so you always go with where that peace is and uh, that's Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you. But if there's a grieving in your spirit and there's a, there's a, there's a, um, uh, just a, uh, just a tad bit of drawback that you don't really want to do this in your spirit, in your heart, then you know, pull back, wait on the Lord, let the Lord reveal just wait and let God give you answers, right? So especially if you don't have, listen, if you haven't identified the voice of God for your life, then go with where the peace will lead you. Some people don't know when God's speaking to them. Some people doesn't, doesn't, doesn't uh, understand when Holy Spirit is trying to lead them. They don't know that. But when there's no peace, then of course there's not God. But where there's peace is, then that's where the leading of God is. Amen. So that's for your, those who don't know how to hear God or haven't developed uh, the voice of God for how he speaks to you. OK. And so practice waiting in the presence of the Lord. Psalm 27, 14. Thank you guys for putting that in the chat. Psalm 27, 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. 
Psalm 27, 14. Wait on the Lord. Posture your heart to start waiting in the presence of the Lord. Posture your heart, saints, so that you can get accustomed to hearing his peace, following his peace, knowing his leading, and hearing his voice of how he speaks to you. Posture your heart to start laying out before the Lord and start waiting, and you'll develop an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. Okay? Here's another one that's good. Psalm 37 and 7. Thank you for putting that in the chat. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. A lot of people don't rest in the Lord. A lot of people just doing, going through life, churning and chiming, just chiming out, you know, projects, going through life without resting in the Lord. We're talking about Christians, saints. Yes, we're all busy. We all have roles and responsibilities to fulfill. But we need to learn how to posture our heart to wait and rest in the Lord. Amen. He said, rest in the Lord and wait. How patiently for him. Be patient. Listen, God is not on our time clock. The Lord is outside of time. But because he's given us time, we want to bring him into our time clock. And that's not how he works. He's outside of time. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows every facet of your situation. He knows that he needs to get you in a position to receive what he's trying to get to you. So don't try to bring God into our time frame and make him answer you or move for you. Not going to work. Been there, done that, tried it, doesn't work. Amen. So it's best to just learn to posture yourself, posture your heart to learn to wait on the Lord. And the Bible is he just, I just told you in uh, Psalms earlier that good things come to those who wait on the Lord. But those who don't wait on the Lord, you live in your life out of your own intellect, out of your own intuitions, out of your own um, uh, processes and decision making without allowing the Lord to speak to your heart, then you're going to get ahead of God. And then that's where chaos, shipwreck, and all of those things can happen. And then you're still going to have to wait on the Lord to get you out of those things. Amen. So wait on the Lord. Be of good courage while you're waiting on the Lord. Be of good courage. Don't be waiting on the Lord and still grumbling. God, God when are you going to talk to me? When are you going to show me? Or you straining and you stressing, you know, in the presence. Anybody strain and stress in the presence of the Lord? I have because I wanted him to move and speak to me now. Like, God, I need to hear from you now. <laughs> and the Lord is like, if you would just be patient, if you would develop patience and you would learn to posture your heart just to wait on me and allow me to do in you what I'm trying to get in you during this process in this situation, as opposed to wanting me to come quickly, swiftly to deliver you out of it, just because you're uncomfortable right now and you just decide to wait on me, I'll give you your answer in my timing in my due season. But your responsibility is to learn to posture yourself, to be encouraged, not grumble, grumbling and, and complaining while you're waiting on the Lord. I remember there was a situation where the Lord rebuked me. He rebuked me when I was coming in, coming at him in, a, in an aggressive prayer posture. I don't know how, how to explain this to you, but 
I came to the Lord pretty aggressive. Like, God, I need you to do this, to do that. You know, you know, I, I won't be specific in what I was asking for, but I was pretty aggressive and the Lord rebuked me. <laughs> and the Lord told me, he said, you need to calm down in my presence. This is how God talks to me. I don't know how the Lord speaks to you, but this is how he talked to me. He told me to calm down in his presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because he's trying to help me understand that I'm trying to do something in you and let my processes work. And when you let my processes work, you're going to see my goodness. You're going to see my goodness manifest in your life and over your life and in this situation. But don't come to me aggressive, aggressively trying to make me answer a prayer when I'm God and you're not. And I know what I'm doing. I'm telling you how God talks to me. I don't know about you, but that's how the Lord talks to me. And so the Lord rebuked me for coming to him, stressing and straining and being. That's not faith. That's not faith. That is not faith. If you are straining and stressing and in prayer, then your faith is not being displayed to the Father. But if you come to him patiently saying, I'm waiting on you, Holy Father. I know you're faithful. Your word says that you are good to those who wait on you. I will be of good courage and I'll wait patiently on you. Amen. Praise the Lord. He says, Psalm 27, 14, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and he's going to strengthen your heart. Psalm 27, 14. He will strengthen your heart. He will strengthen your heart when you learn to posture your heart to wait on him. Come on, someone repeat that. God will strengthen your heart when you learn to posture your heart to wait on him. According to Psalm 27, 14. You know what he said? Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. Psalm 37 and 7, did I read that one? Thank you for putting that in the chat as well. He said, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way. Because the man of who bringeth wicked devices to pass. You know, sometimes I feel like the saints feel like they're going to miss something. Or the saints feel like somebody's doing better than them. And you're fretting as opposed to waiting on the Lord and waiting on the process that he's taking you through, we sometimes we get too busy looking at the evildoers or looking at the next person and how they're prospering. He says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. He is faithful to deliver the things that he need you to have. He is faithful to deliver you. He's faithful to bring answers to you. He's faithful if only we will posture our hearts to wait on him. Oh, come on. I'm teaching better than y'all saying amen today. He's faithful. God is faithful. But will you be faithful to patiently wait on him? Will you be faithful to posture your heart to wait on the Lord? There are times when I've gone into the presence of the Lord just to sit in his presence, just to sit and wait on him. And when I tell you it's the sweetest sweetest spirit that comes in the room just from me waiting on the Lord. And, and you cannot enter into his presence and leave the same way you came unless you want to. Amen. 
unless you want to. <laughs> and so, and so in that time where I'm waiting on the Lord, then he consistently, he, he starts to answer me. He starts to give me revelation. He starts to give understanding. He starts to give direction. He starts to give comfort. He starts to give courage. He puts courage in our hearts. Amen. 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 And so be encouraged. Wait patiently for him. Don't fret over what others are doing. Others have gotten answers or uh, others have gone on to, you know, to their next level. God knows what level you're on. He knows what level he's going to get you to. He's not trying to withhold it, but he's trying to do some work in you. So allow him to do that. Isaiah 64 and 4. Thank you for placing that in the chat. He says, from from of old, no one has heard or perceived by ear. No eye has seen uh, a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. Did you get that? He acts. He A-C-T-S acts for those who wait for him. In other words, he's going to act on your behalf. He is going to act. On your behalf, people of God, from old, no one has heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you. You, you God, you act for those who wait for you. Isn't that a good scripture? Put that in the chat. Other people need to see that who's not on. Hallelujah. He acts on behalf of those who make a decision to wait for him. So I want to encourage you today, saints. Wait for the Lord. Posture your heart to wait in the presence of the Lord and allow him to speak to you, to develop patience within you, to develop courage within you, to develop everything that he wants to develop in you. And you're going to get it as you posture your heart in prayer just to wait on the Lord. Amen. Don't be so quick to go in and, and rattle out all your prayer needs. But take some time aside from talking to the Lord and praying to him about certain things just to wait for him. Just to wait in his presence. And you're going to be blessed. And you're going to develop patience. And you're going to develop a heart to wait on the Lord. And when times, hard times come, uh, you won't be so pressured for answers. But you will have already developed a habit of waiting on the Lord and a faith knowing that he's going to act on your behalf. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you so very much for every person under the sound of my voice. I thank you, Holy One, for the word that you've given me, this prophetic word for your body, that the saints of God must posture themselves to wait on you, to develop a patience to hear what you have to say or to develop a peace and a knowing that you will lead and guide and direct us, but also, Holy One, that you would act on our behalf. I thank you, Father, that you are a God who, who sees and understands where each and every one of your children are. We're on all different levels. We all have various needs, Holy One. We all have various levels that you put us on and dimensions that we can enter into. And even those, Father, who are just learning and trying to learn how to hear from you and hear how you speak to them. Father, I'm asking Holy One, that you give us the grace 
to learn how to wait and posture our hearts to wait on you, Father. Because I said, I spoke, I declare, and I decree as your word says that those that wait on the Lord will receive good things from you. As your word says, Father, as people have oftentimes quoted, they didn't know that they were quoting your word, that good things come to those who wait, but specifically good things come to those who wait on the Lord, who wait on you, Holy One, according to your truth and limitation. You're good, Father, to those who wait for you. You're good, Father, to the soul that seeks you. We thank you, Father, for for us seeking you on a whole nother level, for us waiting on you and posturing our hearts to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us as your saints, as your church, Father. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength, Father. We declare that we will renew our strength. We'll, we'll run and not get weary, Father. We'll soar like the eagle. Father, we declare and decree that we'll not get impatient as we wait on you, Holy One. We thank you, Lord God, for giving us the grace, for giving us the unction in the middle of the night, for those who are called to be watchmen, to wait in your presence, to wait in your presence, to hear what you would say and to hear as the prophet Habakkuk said that he waited to see what the Lord, to hear what the Lord would say. And he began to write the vision down as the Lord, as you, Father, showed him as he waited. And I prophesied that as we develop the spirit to wait on you, Father, the heart, the posture to wait on you, that you would give us new vision. Come on. I prophesied that you will receive visions, that you will receive a vision from the Lord, just like the prophet Habakkuk did. He wrote the vision. He made it plain, Father. He wrote it down as you revealed, but it came out of a place where, where he was waiting on what you would say to him. In the name of Jesus, I speak that over your people, that you will give new dreams, new visions. You will give understanding. You will give a grace for patience. He said, wait for the vision to come to pass. He said, it will surely come, though it linger, it's gonna come to pass. And so Father, give new vision as we wait on you. Revelation insight, hallelujah, as we wait on you, hallelujah. As we the posture, develop a heart and posture our hearts to wait in your presence, Father. We thank you, Father, that we can declare the promises, declare what the prophet said. What you did for him, you would do for us. Woo. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. And it's okay, saints, as you go into the presence of the Lord and you are establishing and posturing your heart to wait on him, it's okay to bring a pen and a pen and a notepad. So that you can write a vision that the Lord will show you. I believe that God is going to begin to show you visions. And as you could not that you're going in there to get visions or dreams, but as a as a result of what Habakkuk did, we can embrace that promise. We can embrace that experience that he had. 
that, that he will begin to reveal to us the next phase of our life, the next season that we're getting ready to enter into, and the next part of the vision that he's already given us. Some of you have been be, been stuck on the last part of the vision. You got one part, but you haven't received any more direction or instruction. And the Lord is saying, I want you to come to me and I want you to, to relax and wait in my presence. And I will begin to reveal those things that you felt are stuck in the spirit. And they're going to begin to be released to you as you wait patiently. In the presence of the almighty God. Hallelujah. You are a God father who reveals secrets. Thank you for revealing to your people. Hallelujah. The next phase and the next, next season that they're embarking upon in the name of Jesus. Come on, make a declaration that I will wait patiently on the Lord. I will wait in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I seal this prayer. I seal this by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That we will position and posture our hearts to wait on you. Hallelujah. And you will meet us as we are faithful and as we're consistent. Ooh. And that our ears will pop open. Our spiritual ears will pop open. And our hearts will be receptive to what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us as his people. In Jesus' name. Do you agree with that? In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. It is so. Thank you so much for joining this podcast. I ask that you share this, please. Thank you, Father, for all the sharers. Uh, thank God for all of you who follow me. Make sure you share. Go on to Apple Podcasts and... Uh, begin to share the links uh, that are there, if you will, uh, to your network so that others will hear. We are in five nations. Yeah, the podcast Effective Prayer Strategies is now in five nations. And so I'm just very grateful about that. And, uh, and so just continue to allow uh, God to use you in spreading this gospel as you share, share, and share. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We love you so very much. Talk to you soon. See you next time.